You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. Constitution specifically defines what treason is, which is uh, making war against the United States or giving aid and comfort to our enemies, and it actually has a procedural element that treason has to be proven uh, by, the, wit- by uh, the statements of two witnesses to an overt act or a confession. And so it is interesting the Constitution gives that much detail to treason. It is an unusual vision of the Constitution that it defines specific crime. Normally, uh, in this area, the Constitution either gives power, say, to Congress to pass laws, including to define crimes, or deny certain powers uh, to Congress or to the president of the judiciary. This kind of a very specific element of a kind of a criminal code is quite unusual. I think it's because treason is a unique crime. It is, a, it is the crime that is most a crime against the state. And I think there may have been some concern that in English history, and a lot of the Constitution was written against the background of English history, uh, treason may have been abused as a way of getting at the king's enemies. And so I think the, the special requirements of proof and the specific definition of treason about, giving, about making war against the country, giving aid and comfort to the enemy, I think was a way of narrowing the definition of what treason is. We're going to talk about Article 3 of the U.S. Constitution. Yeah, I know. Gunny, what in the world is Article 3 of the U.S. Constitution? If you read it, if you live it, understand it like I do, then you know what Article 3 is. But because most of us do not know that, I will tell you what Article 3 is. Article 3 is treason explained in the U.S. Constitution. That is what Article 3 is. And we're going to discuss that today. And specifically the difference between treason and espionage. Because most Americans think that when people commit espionage, then they need to be held accountable for treason. And we also think that the politicians that we disagree with should be held accountable for treason. Hopefully, by the end of the podcast, you'll have an understanding of what treason really is and how it should be enforced and why it should be enforced in America and specifically the politicians of America. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available 
and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. What the hell is treason? As described by the Constitution. Not how the kings in the past describe what treason was. In, in the past, if you said anything bad against your country, they cut your head off. Just like that. That was treason to them because they were monarchs, they were dictators, and they controlled the citizens of their country and had the power to eliminate them just like that. And of course, sometimes we feel like that a lot of these politicians need to be eliminated just like that. I get it. I understand your feelings. I have the same ones. But we have a Constitution for a reason. The reason the Constitution is part of the ingrained society of America that we live in is because it is just. It is the right way to live life. And using the word treason is very dangerous. Especially if any of the political powers decide they want to describe or use treason to control the population. So you have treason to control the population. At the same time, you have the population that wants to use treason to control the people that are in charge. But if unless you understand what treason is, I, I don't think you have the ability to justfully charge these people with treason. Not saying that any politician today or in the past should ever been charged with treason. What I'm saying is when you say that word, then you have to go to the Constitution and use the language from a law perspective to make your determination in your mind whether that person has absolutely committed treason in America. So this is the definition from Article 3 of the U.S. Constitution. The Constitution specifically identifies what constitutes treason against the United States and, importantly, limits the offense of treason to only two types of conduct. Two types. One, levying war against the United States. So if you have politicians, people in the country that are involved 
in trying to get another country to levy a war against the U.S. That's treason. Number two, adhering to the enemies of the United States, giving them aid and comfort. That is sketchy. Although there have not been many treason prosecutions in America history, indeed only one person has been indicted for treason since 1954. The Supreme Court has had on occasion to further define what each type of these treason treason entails. That's the issue. Over time, the Supreme Court has changed, like everything else, what the Constitution means when it comes to treason. And thus, that word or that action is quailed. It's not as powerful as it used to be. That's the important part of this. So, for example, in... 2006, a man named Adam Godon was indicted for treason for making propaganda videos for Al-Qaeda. Federal prosecutors said that Godon, who at the time was a fugitive living overseas, gave Al-Qaeda aid and comfort. That's the second part of the treason constitution. Which is kind of funny is because he wasn't even part of America. And that's how this works. They don't even have to be U.S. citizens. And if you look at Wikipedia, hate it, but look at it. There are other individuals that are not U.S. citizens that have been charged by the U.S. for treason. Tokyo Rose is a great example. An individual lady that was on a radio show during World War II to try to get the Americans to bow down to the Japanese. And she was convicted in the United States in the 40s of treason. Of course, she never got to America, never came to the justice system of America. So it was just a paper push. So this guy gave Al-Qaeda aid and comfort with intent to betray the United States. However, Godin was killed in an airstrike in Pakistan in 2015 and never faced trial treason. So that's what Article 3 is. And this is examples of how it's used. So we have to ask ourselves, does anyone, any one or any element or any organization 
fall within those two parameters of the Constitution. Levying war or adhering to the enemies of the United States, giving them aid and comfort. Number one, levying war against the United States is very difficult to prove that. Number two is sketchy. What I mean by is sketchy is the politician that has been elected or the person that has been put into office has a loyalty to another country to destroy this country? The answer is absolutely yes. That's what treason is. Treason is when a person in their heart whether they're outside of this country or in this country, gives aid to others to take over or change the country in which America exists. That's true treason. It's very, very difficult to prove. The reason behind that, the Constitution says there must be two witnesses, at least two, that said that person or that entity is treason against the United States. So they have to have two witnesses. So pick a politician, doesn't matter. Are there two people that are going to stand up and witness, saw with their own eyes, heard with their own ears, that this person was legitimately, legitimately against the United States of America? I can think of zero because I don't know. I don't have the knowledge. I'm not at that level in the politic level. I want to say in my heart, my mind, that these people are treasonous. But, but I don't know that. I can't prove it. I can't be a witness to any politician that they are treasonous to this country. Even though we have all of this different evidence, witness is different. I'm secondhand knowledge. I'm hearsay. You're hearsay. Everyone is hearsay. Social media, although it is absolutely bombarded with this treason stuff, is all hearsay. So that is treason in a nutshell. When we get back from the break, hopefully I can give you a better understanding between treason and I'm going to bring up another word called espionage. Because 
a lot of people think that if you're committing espionage, that you're committing treason. Absolutely not. And we're going to talk about the difference when we get back from the break. And by the way, this break song, I love it. I've sang it in karaoke for years. Brooks and Dunn is one of my favorite bands. So enjoy the break. We'll be right back. The sun goes down on my side of town That lonesome feeling comes to my door And the whole world turns blue There's a rundown bar across the railroad track I got a table for two way in back Where I sit alone Think of losing you I spend most every night Beneath the light Of a neon moon Now if you lose your one and only There's always room here for the lonely Go watch your broken dreams Dancing and out of the beams Of a neon moon I think of two young lovers running wild and free I close my eyes and sometimes see you in the shadows of this smoke-filled room No telling how many tears I've sat here and cried Or how many lies that I've lied Telling my poor heart She'll come back someday Oh, but I'll be alright As long as there's light From a neon moon Oh, if you lose your one and only There's always room here for the lonely sad song seem to say what I think and it's heard inside of me ain't never gonna end oh but I'll be alright as long as there's light from a neon Broken dreams dance 
So we're back, and we're talking about traitors of America. You know, those evil people that want to destroy this country. I agree with you 100%. However, we have laws, and those laws are based on the Constitution. So we're in a squeeze play as I want to call it, we believe as citizens that these people are traitors. And it is highly possible. It is true what we're saying. But can you prove it? That's the issue. Can we as citizens prove a politician or anyone that's in the government or outside the government in our backyard are traitors of America. We can only do it using the Constitution. So what we're going to talk about now is what many people think leads up to a treasonous Act and it's called espionage. So, what in God's name is espionage? Yep, you think you know it till you do the research, you don't. Espionage goes in line with this spy word, spying on or doing something to spy on an event, country, people, whatever. But the only way you can use the word espionage is when you're giving secrets from one country to another, which may not be treasonous. Listen to what I'm telling you. Yep, get back on your seat. Stop shaking your head. Just because you commit espionage doesn't mean you're a traitor. Oh, my God. Yep, I'm, I'm just going to get comments out the yang-yang on the social media for this one. Espionage is different. It didn't even exist until 1917. Treason was put in the Constitution. Oh, okay, so why do we not have an amendment to the Constitution to put espionage in there and have the same criminal content in the Constitution? Which, by the way, 
if you read the Constitution and understand the Constitution, treason is the only crime in the Constitution. It's the only crime that the Constitution 100% can hold you guilty of. All right, throw the rocks, throw the bricks, stop listening to podcasts, whatever it takes. I'm telling you the truth. Do the research. Understand the Constitution of the United States. No other article, no other amendment specifically states that this issue is a crime other than treason, which I think is a good thing. So let's talk about this espionage stuff. The Espionage Act of 1970, it was intended to prohibit interference with military or recruitment to prevent insubordination in the military and to prevent the support of the United States enemies during wartime. That's what espionage is. So break it down. I'm giving secrets to another country and those secrets are my country's military operations, espionage. I'm giving secrets to another country telling them the size or the recruitment of the armed forces of my country, espionage. I'm giving secrets to the other country that allows them to tell or inject their propaganda in my military so that we have insubordination in the military today. That's what espionage is. Or prevent the support of the United States enemies during wartime. So I'm going to give secrets to another country that helps to prevent the population and the people from supporting the United States. Propaganda. So think about that. I think this Espionage Act is happening a whole lot more than the Treason Act is. Because it's a lot easier to do. The Constitution... Listen to what I'm telling you. The Constitution has nothing to do with the Espionage Act. But we do have laws because of this Espionage Act in 1917 that we can hold other people of other countries and people in our country to this criminal act of espionage. Spent 20 years in the military. I understand it fully. And a lot of us do not understand that. So let me help you get a better understanding of what espionage is. 
This is from U.S. News, and this was 2013, June 13th, from U.S. News. Senator Bill Nelson, Edward Snowden, remember that guy? Failed to expose government abuse with treasonous act. So this senator believes that Snowden is a treason person, that he committed treason in the United States. All right, so before I read the article, let's go back up and look at treason. Levying war against the United States. No, Snowden didn't do that. He didn't stand up an army against the United States. Adhering to the enemies of the United States, giving them aid and comfort. Did he do anything to help Russia or China or whatever to feel better during this wartime thing in aiding and abetting and comforting the enemy? No, he didn't comfort the USSR, but he did commit espionage. Edward Snowden is not a whistleblower. What Edward Snowden did amounts to an act of treason. This is from the senator in 2019, which he's stupid. Absolutely, because he don't understand the Constitution. He don't understand what espionage is. And the Department of Justice should bring charges against him to deliberately taking classified information and leaking it in such a way that our enemies can use it against us. That's called espionage, not treason. When someone violates an oath to keep sensitive information from our enemies and acts against their interests, against the interests of citizens of our country, it's treason. No, it's not. It's espionage. Treason is when you stand up an army or you help the enemy to defeat America. What he did was not helping the enemy to defeat, defeat America. What he did was expose information of our nation. To the enemy. It may or may not cross that line, but that's what he did. When someone violates their oath, everybody violates their oath, except for the military. I guarantee you that. All the federal people, every single one of them that raised their hand, is going to violate that oath because they have self centered. And they don't want to lose their job, the bureaucracy, whatever it is. That's what they do. So when someone violates an oath to keep sensitive information from an enemy and acts against the interests and citizens of our country is treason. No, it's not. It's espionage. Mr. Snowden was a computer analyst who took an oath to safeguard classified information which is true, 
about government programs aimed at thwarting future terrorist attacks from our enemies. Thwarting future terrorist attacks. Then admittedly leaked it. Is Mr. Snowden, as some claim, a whistleblower? A whistleblower. And this guy says no. I say absolutely he is. He found issues in our federal government that needed to be corrected and used that as an espionage tool to give to our enemies. A whistleblower exposes abuse, lies, or fraud perpetrated by our government. That's exactly what he did. This particular act, like he's saying, flagrantly exposed legal court-supervised intelligence gathering methods that have and are continuing to protect American citizens from terrorist attacks. So what he did was he gave the enemy how we do this stuff, intelligence stuff. How do we collect it? How do we gather it? That's espionage. But Snowden would have to be 100% against the United States He would have to stand up an army and he would have have to give aid and comfort to the enemy before it became what you would call treason. So let's talk about the politicians to end this. Are the politicians doing espionage? Or they're treasonous, treasonous against this country. If they're doing espionage, which happens every second that you wake up in this country, then you sh- let's use that law. Let's find that information to hold them accountable and convict them of espionage. However, if they're trying to levy war against the United States, think about that one. Is the administration trying to take down America? Because if they're levying war against the United States, it doesn't necessarily have to be an enemy with guns and tanks. It could be a propaganda enemy. And this is the line that's being crossed the propaganda enemy. Is it possible that the administration, not just this one, but over the years, working with the New World Order, the globalists, the World Economic Forum, George Soros, all those words, are they actually trying to take down America? If they are, they're traitors. However, if they're just working with these other countries, doing trade deals, 
changing policy, trying to make the world happy, turn it into a utopia, whatever word you want to use, and giving America secrets out, that's espionage. The Constitution explains a person that is treasonous. But as of 1917, we have an act called espionage that we can hold these politicians to. They don't have to commit treason. They have to be held accountable for the connections that they made with all these other countries and these deals that are not in the complete effort and goodness of American citizens. That is what's happening. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please share it far and wide. And I hope someday I can stop speaking on this mic and go back to fishing and not worry about my country anymore. This is the Gunny Out.